Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Pointless Sports Opinions. And you may be asking, what's going on? Where, where's Caleb? Where's the gang at? Where's Luke and Cup? They're not here. It's just the big dog. This is going to be a series of pods that we start doing. I don't know if Caleb and Luke and Nick are going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm telling you all right now, I'm going to do it. These are going to be podcasts that we put out uh, quite frequently. They're going to be little short podcasts. This way it keeps you up to date. This way we're not releasing just one pod a week, recapping everything that happens in the week. Because the NBA, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. we got a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, September 9th. Um, so uh, right now the Clippers and the Nuggets are almost done. A minute left. Looking like the Clippers got it handedly. About to be up in the series 3-1. to one. So, before I dive into anything, make sure you follow us at PSO Sports 1 on Twitter and Instagram and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. Let's go ahead. Let's just dive right into it, shall we? Let's just go, get going. So, tonight, one game was eventful. I mean, the Clippers Nuggets, not so much. But the Raptors Celtics, two overtimes. Two overtimes. They broke my heart multiple times. Multiple times in this game. The Raptors came out on top 125 to 122. The series is now tied at three apiece going into game seven. I know, I know, I know. I predicted the Raptors to win in seven, but I I just didn't want to see it happen. I wanted to see the Celtics win in six. And honestly, they could have. They could have. Couple call or a couple plays this way, a couple plays that way. They're winning this game. And let's not talk about the Kyle Lowry throw over the seven foot a billion taco fall to OGN and OB wide open in the corner three to end uh in in one of the games in this series. Let's let's just not talk about it, all right? But tonight, tonight was a huge game. Lowry, unbelievable. 
I am the biggest Kyle Lowry critic out there. He's probably my least favorite player in the league, but by God, that guy put on a fucking show. And let me spend the first couple minutes of this podcast apologizing to Kyle Lowry. I've went on this podcast multiple times and said the typical thing, which is that Kyle Lowry does nothing for this Raptors team. He got carried by Kawhi last year, yada, yada, yada. Well, guess what? This season, this whole season, Kyle Lowry's been great. He's been absolutely terrific. And tonight he showed why he's a leader of this team. He shot 6 for 10 from deep, 33 points. It was just unbelievable. He was all over the floor. Him and Marcus Smart going up one-on-one, it was a flop fest, but it was it was fun to watch. Kyle Lowry, I'm sorry. You're, you are a terrific, terrific NBA talent. And I, I, he probably doesn't even give a shit that I'm saying this, but he deserves it. He deserves some respect. Put some respect on Kyle Lowry's name. Another guy, a guy that's been struggling a lot this series, but they're putting a lot of pressure on him, is Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet, this guy's going to get a fat contract in the offseason, and I can't wait. The question is, how much are they going to overpay him, whatever team it is? But the thing is, I don't know. I don't know because this guy, he shot 7 for 22, he, not good percentage, 3 for 13 from deep. But if you watch the game, you see every time, I mean, as a Celtics fan, every time Fred Van Fleet touches that ball, I'm scared to death because this guy is a marksman and he's talented. He's hella talented. And then you got OG Ananobi, Another. Uh, you would think going into the series, if I had to pick two guys that were going to be factors for each team for Boston I'd probably go with uh of course Jason Tatum and then Kemba just because those two guys are are you know those are the alpha dogs those are the alphas on the Celtics for Toronto I would have picked you know Siakam and Van Fleet but instead it's been Lowry and Van Fleet and OG OG Ananobi is amazing, and what he does for this team is absolutely, it's something I haven't seen. He, he's an unbelievable defender. He only had uh, 13 points in this game, but once again, 13 points, 13 rebounds as well. It seems like he's, he's a glass cleaner. He, he was keeping plays alive in that game. Uh, Boston, I've, I've been saying it the whole season, they lack that guy that can get a defensive board and end it. You know, Time Lord's kind of like that, but you can't have him on the court for 30-plus minutes. You just can't. But they just took advantage of that situation, and they got guys out there that are extending plays and continuing this game. This was a... I thought the defense was tight from Toronto. They they let up a couple times. Boston had a, a, a streak in the fourth where they hit... Uh, three threes in a row or something like that, and you could just feel the momentum changing. I really thought Toronto was in the driver's seat for this entire game, and then Boston pulled away and tied it, and Toronto ended up ending the game in, in second overtime. It was an unbelievable game. It was great. It was fun to watch. We're going to game seven, ladies and gentlemen. Tatum, nine for 21, 29 points. He was four for eight on three-point shooting. Almost had a triple-double. He had 14 rebounds and 9 assists. He had a pass. He had a wide open 3. Not a wide open 3. A guy was jumping into him. I think it was OG. Was was uh, retreating out to Jason Tatum. And he just made that extra pass to Jalen Brown in the corner. Who has been... He was struggling in this game. He shot 4 for 13. 
uh, from three. I believe he only had he had 21 points going into the half and didn't score again until the fourth. He, he didn't score at all in the third. Boston struggled in the third quarter, and that 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 kind of bit him. That that's been biting them in the ass. Game seven, man, I I want to switch back to Boston. I want to switch uh, my pick from Toronto to Boston, but I'm just telling you, I think Toronto has those guys, and I still think that Boston is maybe two to three years out of being that team, that team that's got, I mean, but you can see it right now that the Cleveland series a couple years ago where the Young Bucks, Jason Tatum and and Smart and Brown took LeBron to Game 7. You can see how that's translating to the playoffs because these guys aren't phased by these clutch moments. But the thing is, you're going up against a bunch of veterans and Lowry and and Van Fleet who's just fucking ice cold. I think I'm going to stick with Toronto. I think Toronto's going to win this series in Game 7. But man, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. I hope, I hope, I hope we can get another overtime thriller, maybe. Um, but yeah, terrific game, terrific series from two teams. This should have been the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but on the other side, there's a different team that's going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that team is the Miami fucking Heat. I, I, I this is unbelievable. The Miami Heat. They they uh, won the series in four uh, in five games against Milwaukee, one hundred three to ninety four. Just Jimmy Butler, he's that guy. He's that guy. It's official. Jimmy Butler's that guy. Look at what happened to the Seventy Sixers when they lost him. Just look at these teams that have deteriorated after losing Jimmy Butler. I'm Miami. If whoever they play next round. Miami, I mean, they're going to be rested. You know, they might, whoever comes out of this Toronto-Boston series might get one of those, a Denver Nugget thing where you can just tell these guys are tired. They just played the series of their lives, you know. And then they go and they play a team that's been resting and scouting and, you know, doing who knows what, preparing uh, for the upcoming series. Miami, man, I'm not saying put your put your checkbook on them or, or your pocketbook or, you know, invest in them. I'm not saying bet on them. I'm not saying any of that. But if I was a betting man, which I, I, I've dabbled in it occasionally, you got to think about Miami. This team is absolutely insane. They got shooters just across the board. Iguodala. Uh, has, has provided that veteran leadership. He's still got a little little spring in his step, too. He, he's still that two-way guy. You know, I hate every time he shoots a three. You kind of look away. But he, him and Jimmy, those two guys, what they've done for this team in the locker room, I, I can't even imagine it. And then you got guys like Crowder and the main guy, Goran Dragic. What the hell? Where'd this guy come from? I mean, I, he's been a very good player, but I never once would have thought that Goran Dragic was going to be the guy that could tilt a series one way. He stepped up. Uh, Duncan Robinson struggled um, in Game 5, but he's a guy that's been good uh, all series, a guy that can catch and shoot. Yeah, guys like Kelly Olenek coming off the bench. And then, of course, my boy, Tyler Hero, who I believe is going to be a top five three-point shooter in this league within the next two to three years, maybe even sooner. Hero is... It just 
this whole team is just stacked with guys um, that will pose a legitimate threat in the Eastern Conference. On the other end, let's look at a team that in Milwaukee, what happened? What happened? You're the defensive team. You, you were the team that was up there with the Lakers defensively. Where you guys could just shut everybody down, and then you guys, you'd have Giannis out there destroying people. Giannis missed game five, ankle injury. Uh, and that, I mean, you kind of knew that that was, that was the nail in the coffin for him. Middleton, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but they only lost by nine. It's not like they got blown out by anything, but I think he showed that he's not, he's not a second guy. He's not. I've been saying this for years. You know, Giannis needs a second guy. And this upcoming season, or this following offseason, not this one, Giannis is a free agent. There's been a lot, a lot of, you know, the rumors already started. People are already talking, you know. And, you know, Giannis has came out, said that, you know, he wants to get over all the obstacles, yada, yada, yada. You all heard the spiel before. AD said the same shit. Uh, LeBron said the same shit. KD said the same shit. If you're Milwaukee, you got two options here. Option one, you look for or you look for somebody to pick up that could be a second star to Giannis. That's what you got to do. If you want to, if you want to contend and you want to continue to contend, you do that. Or, or. Because, I mean, if they win a title next year and Giannis leaves, I mean, you, you got the title. And you could have a team like uh, Toronto. You know, look at what Toronto's doing without their quote-unquote top guy. Or, you can look at the fact that... You're I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Probably not keeping Giannis. You probably aren't. I'm sorry. If I'm Giannis, I know Charles Barkley just came out tonight and said, you know, he hopes he's like a Dirk. Or he hopes he's like a Jordan where he, he sees these obstacles and he instead of joining a super team and chasing rings, he stays on one team. I'd love to see that. But at the same time, I want to see Giannis play to his peak. You know, As much as we all hated Kevin Durant going to Golden State, I've never seen better basketball in my life. And you can go ahead and discredit all his title, his two rings that he got. I don't. I don't. Because KD was lights out and was arguably the best player in the world. I, not even arguably to me, but to other people. 
he was the best player in the world. And if you're Giannis, I mean, look at look at teams that could be interested in you. You could join Porzingis and Luka in Dallas. You could uh, there there was rumors to the Clippers. Don't know how in the hell they would trade for him because that was the that's the rumor that they might trade for him. But Milwaukee has three options: they either pick up a second star, or they run it out, do the same shit you did this year, be the number one team in the regular season, and get bounced in the second round, or you trade Giannis, which. I mean, we've seen these big trades before with AD, with DeMarcus Cousins, you know, guys that won out, you know, James Harden and OKC, you know, I mean, he didn't want out. They just had to trade somebody, which horrible, horrible on OKC's part, but they don't usually work for the team that's trading the guy away. They don't. I mean, we don't know really about the AD stuff just yet. You know, but, I mean, think about what you could get for Giannis, though. You know, as much as I, I loved Anthony Davis, as much as I loved uh, uh, James Harden, you know, as much as I loved these guys, or, like, think about if LeBron would have got traded his last season in Cleveland. I mean, it would have been stupid. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure that year that uh, he ended up going to the Heat. But... Think about how much you could get for Giannis. Just, just think about how much you could get. A team could trade. You could get, you know, first rounds galore, uh, young stars. You know, you could get so much stuff for the MVP, two-time MVP of the league. Uh, we don't know yet, but two-time MVP and Defensive Player of the Year this season. You could get so much for him, and that's what I'm kind of leaning to. I know that history serves me wrong in this situation they'll say hey keep Giannis don't know what the hell you're talking about why the hell would you trade Giannis but if he's gonna leave you almost have to do it I hate to say it you almost have to do it but you look at how this moment like if if Giannis was on Miami are you kidding me that that's a number one seed by far and that's a team that's steamrolling through the east I'd match them up with anybody, especially how Miami's playing now without them, you know. So that that's just my opinion. I really, I, I want to see them pick up a second star because Milwaukee's a small market. I kind of got soft spot for small market teams. And, you know, Giannis is such a, a, a good, genuine guy. You can just tell that. But, I, I man, sometimes you just got to, you got to bite the bullet. And, and you got to trade them and see what you can get. And trading a top three NBA player, uh, that's that's something crazy. And you should get a lot for it. And hopefully they come up with a good decision and they figure it out. They're a lot smarter than me. But that's just what I think. I think you should try to trade them. Um, on the other end of things, so tomorrow's game, which is uh, September 10th, It'll be Lakers against Rockets. Lakers are up 2-1. Um, they also played in the Tuesday Tuesday night slot that had the Heat um, end the Bucks or send the Bucks pack. And this was a. It just seemed like Houston was shut down. This was the defensive team that I've been wanting to see from the Lakers. 
that I mean, they, it comes and goes, kind of. It's like every other game, but re- really, it was the offense. The offense. You can't stop LeBron James. LeBron James was shooting good from three. He dropped thirty-six. They're up two-one. I really wouldn't be surprised if this is over in five. I, 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 I'd loved Houston coming into the bubble, but when you get shooting efforts from, uh, you know, Eric Gordon's going two for nine. It's just these guys are just kind of clocking out they're just not you know they're not being what they should have been or what they have been and you know they've also played a hard-fought series so that might also play into the factor I don't know but you know Russ and Harden I thought it could work and I thought this was the best season for it to work in uh, with the bubble and everything but I wouldn't be surprised if this is done in five especially if the Lakers can keep this offense. They keep this offense where it's LeBron. Let me read you the starting five points uh, in that game. AD had 26. LeBron had 36. McGee had zero. uh, Green had two. And Caldwell Pope had six. So if your starting five can be led by LeBron and ADs dropping 26 and or 25 and 30, you know that you're going to win. You're going to win because they got, and you got guys like Kuzma and Rondo. Rondo, 8 for 11, 21 points. He was 3 for 5 from deep. You're not going to beat the Lakers if Rondo's hitting threes on you. I, I hate to break it to you. So my prediction for tomorrow, I think the Lakers beat Houston handily, um, take the 3-1 series lead, and then eventually uh, end it, I guess, Saturday is whenever their next game is. So, yeah. And then uh, on the other end, the other game that ended tonight was the Clippers in Denver. Just ended 96-85. Clippers win. Kawhi was doing Kawhi things. Um, dropped 30 points. Paul George doing Paul George things. Dropped 10 points. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What the hell are you doing, playoff P? That's playoff poop. That's shit, man. But, I mean, hey, you win the game. You're up 3-1. Good for you. Um, I think we're kind of figuring out what we can build a team around. You know, I, I've always, I, I've been a firm believer that if your player, if your best player is really, really good, you know, you're going to have a really good team, but it's not really that anymore. It's kind of, you need a good small forward to have a top team. You do. You just need a forward. You need a six, eight to seven foot guy that can handle the ball and shoot the three. And, I mean, as much as I love Jokic, Jokic defensively is just horrible. He's horrible. He dropped 26 and 11. Uh, His offense is still there, obviously, because it's Nikola Jokic. But I don't think you can build a team around this guy. I just don't. I, I, I think you need another dynamic player on this team. Jamal Murray's great. You know, he, he he's terrific. But it's kind of like a... it's. It really is kind of like a, a a Milwaukee situation in Denver, except, you know, Jokic isn't the player that Giannis is. You know, Jokic is a, maybe a tier below Giannis, which is why, um, you know, Giannis and the Bucks were number one team in the East and everything, and Denver was, you know, whatever seed they were. But I just, I, I think we're really starting to figure out that you can build a team around guys like Luka, 
guys like LeBron, obviously, and these big guys that just drive in the paint like Joel Embiid and Giannis and Jokic, you're going to have a good team, but you're not going to have a championship team. You just aren't because you need shooters. It's a make-or-miss league. It's a shooter's league, and, and that's that's what the league has gone to. That That's just what it is. Uh, I love Jokic, great player, but, you know, Denver's, they got to start thinking about stuff. I know Mike Malone, there's been rumors that he might be on the hot seat. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think you should blow anything up. Uh, maybe maybe Porter, maybe get lucky, Porter will shoot into a star and, you know, I know people aren't talking about Bull Bull anymore, but maybe he'll get a second wind. He, he didn't even play in tonight's game, and he really hasn't been doing shit in the playoffs. But, you know, maybe you could build your team or get lucky off that and stick around with Jokic, but I just, I, I don't like teams that are built around centers. And, you know, 76ers, Milwaukee, Denver, you know, those teams just aren't seeing success uh, because of that. And teams like, Toronto and Boston and, and uh, you know, uh, Miami. You know, those guys, they, those teams have shooters around them and forwards that are their top stars. So that that's just my take on it. Um, yeah, I, I think I've, I've, I've talked enough. My final thing that I will say, I guess my final thought, OBJ likes people to poop on him. That's it. That's what I'm going to end it on. It's going to end with a question mark. You know, that's that's it. You know, uh, everybody knows the big dog's a freak, right? You know, the big dog's a freak, you know. I I, I like kinky stuff. There's three people that I, three types of people in this world that I don't understand. People that like feet. Sorry, you guys are fucking disgusting. Don't lick my toes. I know where my toe has been. They're dirty. I got dirty toes. Do I clean them? Yeah. They're still dirty. They're still gross. It's fucking toes. You're walking on the ground. Are you shitting me? You know, come on. People that like feet. People that like poop. Come on, man. Poop? You're going to let somebody poop on you? Come on, man. I'm gagging when my dog shits on the fucking carpet. I can't imagine have some, you know, Instagram thought. Squaring, <laughs> squaring up on my chest or something. Like, come on, man. You can't have that. And then people that like piss, like, come on, don't don't be pissing on people. This ain't R. Kelly. Look what happened to him. You know, take notes. Take notes from R. Kelly. It's disgusting. You guys are freaks. You guys are weirdos. You know, maybe that's why OBJ's been doing bad. He's been playing like poop on the field and off the field. He's been playing with poop off the field. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. My time's up. I hope you guys enjoyed this short little podcast. Um... If you like it, let us know. If you don't, also let us know. And yeah, that's it. That's it for the big dog. Spread the word. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.